Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking During Movies, a surprise episode. Every once in a while, you have to grab a friend, bring them over to the casa, clue them in on, hey, let's, uh, let's hang out. Maybe we'll watch a movie or maybe we'll record a podcast. Then I'll just throw it up. So we do, you know, I try to do four or five a month. Fifth one is always a surprise one. And our surprise guest today is my good friend. And just, he's, he's a great human being. Listen, he's all class, all seven feet of him. He makes sure every ending is a happy ending. So if you're not happy, well, it's not the end. He's a man of mystery and power, and his power is only exceeded by his mystery. His longest relationship is with his frequent flyer, Miles. He is a paper cut survivor. He has foolishly gone beer for beer with me and my brother. His LOL, most often is your WTF. He is a man that will die with memories, not dreams or wishes. His greatest words of advice to me, never teach a pig to sing. It will only waste your time and annoy the pig. You have a horrible voice, Jason. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure to have on the podcast my friend, my priest, my brother from another mother, Mr. John Keeling. And John and I, we go deep, deep into fun, fun movie. A little movie called Zombieland. Yeah, baby. Comedy, zombie, fun. John was super cool. He brought over Twinkies. I mean, he knows and loves the movie. He's like, hey, I got to stop. I thought he needed to get some gas. No, no, he stopped to get Twinkies. I'm cracking a beer. He's cracking a Coca-Cola. We're eating Twinkies. We're having a great time. Enjoy the podcast, you guys. This was this was a real treat. Uh, I had a ton of fun. No ads today. This is the surprise podcast. So there you go. Have fun. you uh, queued up real quick before I introduce our guest. 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45 seconds into the film. You enjoy. Bam. If you heard that little background noise, that was us getting everything queued up. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you my friend, the seven foot tall magician, John Keeling. John, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Nice. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this. I know you're a traveling busy man. Uh, we're going to try to keep this a little less insider baseball, as not everyone. <laughs> We've known each other for 20 years, so we're going to we're going to try Just to the avoid the, the insider baseball here and have some fun. Um, as I said, today we're watching Zombieland. We've got the rules of being safe from zombies. Number one is cardio. John, how's your cardio? Horrible. Horrible. So you're, okay. This but guy. I've got long legs to make up for it. Got long legs, bad cardio. Um, are you going to get eaten by the zombie, or are you going to commit suicide? I'll commit suicide. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm committing suicide as well. Let me, uh, we're waiting for rule number two. Let me do this real quick. Ah, uh, there we go. 
Nothing like uh, Jason Dick just got jealous, uh, my general co-host, because why? Oh, that's right. Boom shakalaka. Just cracked a beer. Not even 11 a.m. He just, he doesn't even know. It's, oh, that bitch just got bit. See, she thought he was dead. Didn't pay attention. Lost her Achilles heel. Mm. Oh, man, that's, uh, see, that's the part. I don't like getting bit or attacked there. Um, oh, there's the dangerous part, shitting. In the zombie apocalypse, do yeah. you shit? Or do you poop your pants the whole time? Oh, you gotta shit. You gotta take a chance for just a good shit. If you're gonna go out, oh, at least that go guy? out after taking a great shit. Do you not think that you're, yeah, beware of bathrooms is rule number two. Uh, yeah. 100% beware of bathrooms. They're awful. Beware of children, by the uh, way, because they look cute. I'm like, look, look at me. I'm gonna fucking kill you. This incorporates all my worst nightmares right here. <laughs> Princesses, <laughs> my kid's an honor student. Look at those kids. They're strong, too. They're hanging on. They're Mom right. in the turtleneck. Minivans. Now, this is one of those weird zombie movies where the zombies are fast. Oh, there's a kid. Yeah. Top about and it. how many stuffed animals on the dashboard are too many? That's mm. what I want to know. Where's that Where's that line? One. If you have one, it's too many. Oh. Always wear your seatbelt. Now, see, I disagree with this because I need to get out of my car quickly. I don't want to be monkeying with a seatbelt. You'd take the risk of launching through the windshield then. I have to. I've got to take the risk of launching through the windshield. We are, by the way, usually everyone is the slow motion throw up. Oh, God bless. So the, the funny thing is usually there's like some pre-talk and there's something. You came in, uh, you brought some Twinkies. We're going to, we're going to mum, 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 munch. Back. Snacks and snacks on snacks on snacks. Jesse Napalooza, what's up? Uh, anyways, this is, you know, we just jumped. We dove right into this movie. Like I we hit, really did. I, I, I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I'm still waking up. You're still waking up. I've been up since 5.30. I have jet lag. Oh, so you've got, I had, I had a rock star at 5.30 this morning. Um, had another one uh, just a little bit ago. And now I'm having a beer. So if I'm talking a little fast, party, whoa, whoa. She needs some support. And the <laughs> zombie stripper is chasing a, a gentleman whose cardio is not but good. Fantastic pasties with tassels. Yeah, the tassels are moving in a, in a very unique way as only a, a woman with some good D's could make them <laughs> dance, if you will. Uh, the three-legged race, I'm sorry, but you did your partner. There are some, this kid, he's, he, has, that, he has the eye of the tiger. Who is that? That looks like someone famous. He was someone famous. I don't know who it is, but uh, yes. There Keenan are other, Thompson? It might, I think it was Keenan Thompson. Yes, sir. Good way to pull that out of the hat. Um, a lot of cameos in uh watch your back sir in this film a lot of cameos the number of the secret the one the spoiler alert don't ruin it for me bill murray hey if, that, if i'm spoiling this for you i've got an idea go get bit by a zombie okay you should have watched this years ago years ago didn't, shame on you 2009 shame. i think uh we'll figure that out wait so, i need to say something yeah. before we go we're not at dirty bills there's no, no. So, there's yeah, no so, creaking door. There's no creaking door. There's you're not going to hear an air conditioner kick on and off. Um, there is plenty of beer here. So we have three recording locations. We have Dirty Bills, my favorite place by far to record because Leslie's kind. We get to send some business that way. Um, I'm still wearing my Dirty Bills gear. I got my Dirty I know, Bills I, shirt. That's on. what I wanted to point out. You have dirty a shirt, a hat. I'm always representing Dirty Bills. Uh, then we have the Secret Studio, uh, where the the band that wrote. Uh, our theme song, the uh, the Talking During Movies theme song, bada boom, bada bing. We go to his secret studio and we do some stuff and have some fun. And then we've got uh, my house. And my house has a couple different recording locations. Jesse Eisenberg trying to get away, working on his cardio, trying to get some gas. And uh, what do you get? 
man, we got outside patio, we got inside, it's hot, it's Austin, Texas. So we are inside with the fan on, a nice 77 degrees in the Casa de Jepson. He just dropped his keys like a jackass. I like that zombies are so dumb that he can run in circles and not one's gonna stop, right? They're not gonna be like, hey, you know what? I think I've seen this before. Pick up your keys. Is he out of bullets? He didn't lock the door. He, he was a little upset on himself. Well, you know, see, but he also buckled up right away. Is he driving a Saab? He is driving a Saab. It's a sensible vehicle. It is. Now, for the zombie apocalypse, what do you... Oh, he's got one in his back seat. Son of a... See, this is why I don't want the seatbelt on, John. This is rule number one. But this is perfect here. The seatbelt's going to save him and kill the zombie. And kill the zombie, or he could have just rolled out. However... But he would have lost his car. He'd have lost, he, yeah, yeah. He lost his... But still, that zombie's not dead. And Double here tap. it is. Double tap. Okay. Um, um, don't get scratched oh. by the zombie. Do you, yeah, do, you watch Zombie Land or uh, Zombie? I think whatever Zombie I, is on C, CW. No, the cute little blonde gash TV. Oh, see, this is I'm terrible. Movie. I live in hotels. Well, you well, that's why I think you watch a lot of TV. Well, no, because I'm out. Party? But here's I have a problem with this scene. Okay, talk and to I you. love this movie. So I, in no way, shooting a shotgun in a car with the windows rolled up. Mm -hmm. That your ears are gone. Yeah, I don't think people quite understand. If you've never shot a gun, uh, rule number seven, travel light, 100%. And by travel light, that should be your only shirt. You can find, listen, everyone's dead. No one's getting hitting that sale at Marshalls for that extra large shirt. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Just have one shirt and stop at a store and pick something else up. That suitcase should be full of bullets. Yeah. Now, back to your point. If you haven't shot a gun, I don't think people realize how loud they are. And if you've never shot a shotgun, I don't think you really understand how loud they are. No. No. You could be standing next to someone who could pull the trigger of a shotgun and blow out your eardrums. And in comes my hero. Uh, Emma Stone? No. No. Oh, Woody. Representing Dale Earnhardt Sr. Saint Dale, as I like to call him. <laughs> the, the great Saint, Saint <laughs> Dale. Um, is, is he thinking that, all right, this is interesting. Because this is also, this is the one of the weird. This is one of the weird problems I have with with um, all the zombie movies uh, and, and all the zombie TV shows. We finally found a common enemy, and it is the zombie. Yes. And yet people are still fighting and turning against one another. Like, this is the moment when we can band together. Yeah. You know, unless you know, of course you're Canadian, then you're on your own. But other than that, we can all around the world band together. The Canadians have polar bears to protect. That's true. They don't need us. They don't need us. Now, Woody, also shotgun. What's with the shotguns? It's that the ammunition's bigger. It's yep. heavier. You're limited on the number of rounds you can shoot. Accuracy is not a factor. But you don't have to be accurate with a shotgun, Exactly. Right? That's why he has it. Okay. Here's another problem. Look at where he's holding the shotgun. He's holding it up on the metal barrel. That's going to burn. That's going to be uh, hot. Yeah. That's not going to feel good. Nope. But Woody's nice and picks him up. They realize he's not a zombie? Yeah. Uh, would you pick up that bike this as well? Is... Nope. Okay. Just kick it over. Just kick it over. I do like that his getaway is, uh, or his vehicle of choice, is a Cadillac. Now, John, in the zombie apocalypse, what is, what is your um, rule number 31? Check the back seat. I like how these rules jump around. Uh, and I'm going to keep interrupting everything that I say to read these rules off as they pop up, folks. But... What is your, uh, what's your vehicle of choice? You're a man of cars. You know a lot of cars. I do know a lot of cars. So you've got to think, 
how to get around. Mm -hmm. You've got to think gas mileage. Mm -hmm. You've got to think replacement tires, because mm -hmm. you're going to pop some tires. You've got to think overall maintenance of the vehicle. Mm -hmm. What are you going for? Well, that brings us to a good point. I, I don't think you have to think about all that as much because you pick up another vehicle. Can you though? Yeah, I mean, he does. Well, I know he does. They pick up a couple, but look at all the broken vehicles. Yeah, there's a lot of broken vehicles. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm still going to go for what's biggest and baddest. I'm a truck guy. You're a truck guy? But are you a new truck guy and wondering when that computer's going to die? Or are you going... Are, are you going the white O.J. Simpson Bronco that you can repair yourself if you need to with a belt and some duct tape like MacGyver? I mean, I would I would love a white O.J. Simpson Bronco. I actually <laughs> saw one in my new hometown of Las Vegas the other day Las with Vegas. Uh, Vegas Fact Checker. Fact Checker. How is the Vegas Fact Checker, by the way? He's doing great. I would like to FaceTime him just so he could see a celebrity, that being you. Yeah. <laughs> I have some really important friends. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Captain America. Hashtag Captain America. Uh, you, for those of you insider baseball, so the Tim Kennedy episode is coming out next week. Uh, Katarina Schlode came out as we're recording this. Uh, by the time you hear this, Tim will already be out. But one of the things I did is I FaceTimed John with Tim in the room. Tim was kind enough to say hello and play along. The Vegas fact checker, also a very big fan of Mr. Tim Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, he did not get a FaceTime call. He Listen, was... I had one call. He works. And when I asked him point blank, if I FaceTimed you, would you answer? And he said, no, because I would think you were drunk. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Always answer my FaceTimes. And can I say this? Do I answer your FaceTimes? Yes. Because what did you learn almost 20 years ago when I invited you to a little place in Los Angeles to watch some people ride some mechanical bulls. What I did learned, you say? Did you say no? I said no. You said no. I no. said, I believe you are full of shit, Mr. Jason Jepson. On the first day I met him, I was like, this guy is telling outrageous stories and they cannot possibly be true. He is going to set me up for a Sunday of disappointment and heartache. So I slept in. Meanwhile, getting videos, text messages, and then stories of a glorious day that I really should have been at. Babes on <coughs> Babes on Bulls with my friend uh, Ivana Bosilovic, uh, who hosted it with uh, 10 Playboy models. Mm -mm -mm. And then some celebrities, uh, and also uh, some very, very nice uh, NFL football players, and uh, a lot of money being passed around. Yes. And uh, a lot of things being shown, if you will. Uh, it was a fun day. Yes, it was. It was a great day. You missed For out. You. But ever, but ever since then. Ever since I, then, I made a vow after that that I would never tell Jason Jepson no. There we go. And, and I have not. And you have not. And we have had ourselves a uh, a really good time with that. Now, look at this bathroom. Here's my problem. There's too many stalls, right? There's just there's, there's just ten stalls. He's got the shotgun right by him. I like that. But He's you can be overwhelmed. He's ever vigilant. Oh, a clown. I hate clowns. Oh, thank God. You know, a clown zombie. Is there a movie, Clown Zombies, I wonder? Because that seems like it would be the most terrifying. It would. Who invented clowns? That's what I want to know. Where uh, did clowns John come Wayne from? Gacy, I believe. And he murdered people and put them in a basement. <laughs> so, yeah, John Wayne, always a horrible human being. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, uh, great job. Does a great job in this movie. Um, he loves the video games and he loves Coca-Cola. Are you, uh, are you a video game guy? I've played some video games, and he was playing World of Warcraft. I played it. 
I did. Yeah. Did you I, like it? It was actually fun. It was fun. There was a stigma. I played it in the shadows, in darkness. See, I'll, I'll let everyone know. I'm an old man. I um, I play solitaire, and I love solitaire. I just I play a lot of solitaire. You're the only person who can make that game fun. <laughs> I have a good time just hanging out, playing some solitaire. Uh, I think this is interesting when Jesse finds out, right? I mean, the girl that he finds very attractive. As do I. I mean, who doesn't? I don't know who she is. She's a limited role and quickly turns into a a zombie. Well, maybe not too quickly, but she turns into a zombie. Um, and I think this really sets up Jesse's Eisenberg's character as the guy who could have the girl, potentially. Potentially. But he's a nervous now and he doesn't get her. And, you know, this is probably why later in the film he's so reluctant to try to hook up with Emma Stone. It yeah. takes a whole movie. Or it just could be good genius writing and the fact that they just don't want those two. It's not a porno. So I'm pretty sure they don't bone him down in the first five minutes after they meet each other. Well, and it plays into his awkwardness. He's an awkward character. He's an awkward human being with zero social skills. Zero. I mean, that's why he lives off of Code Red and video games in his room. Now, do you think, uh, you know, speaking of the, the awkward person and, and what, you know, and how everything transpires, but then I look at you, if you look at birth rates, Okay. Right? And then you go back nine months. When you see spikes in birth rates, you, you look at towns that have won championships, and you look at towns that have had imminent disaster. Because there is a fear, and, it's, and it, it brings about a heightened sexuality in people. It's like, shit, tomorrow may not happen. Yeah. I want to swipe right, or whatever the kids do these days. You swipe right? Oh, I swipe right. You swipe right. Okay. I mean, especially in Vegas, right? Now, we're going to... But real quick, so let me finish this, and I have a, I have a question to ask you, but... In this, with um, the heightened sexuality, I would, you know, even in the awkwardness of who he is, wouldn't you think there's a biological clock ticking with him and Emma and Woody and everyone saying, hey, we got to make some real people, not zombie people? Or is it the opposite? You make a baby and a baby is vulnerable and makes you vulnerable. It's true. It's loud. It's noisy. It's going to slow you down. It's neat. That's zero cardio. Zero cardio. It needs certain things at certain times, and you have to give it to them. Where, you know, where you're true. not doing laundry, so you're not doing cloth diapers. Do you have enough? Can you carry enough disposable diapers Ooh. with you? Yeah, they're not making any more of those diapers, are yeah. they? No. And how breastfeeding? You're just gonna take some time out to breastfeed, you know, and that baby's schedule is gonna be thrown off. Oh, look what happened to her. She. Oh, 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 oh her breath. Yeah. See, the first thing I think about is breath. The first thing I think about is how bad her breath must be. Oh, sweet Lord, that goop came out of her mouth. Make even the most beautiful girl ugly. Oh, yes. And he's not doing a good job hiding from her. No. Now, is this one of those areas, and I forget about in this movie, if you get scratched, are you a zombie or do they have to full-on bite? I think it's a full-on bite. I don't think it's a scratch. Whereas an eye zombie, it is a, it's a scratch, right? If they yeah. scratch you, oh, just break your foot off, son. Okay. Oh, and he there. Does. I think God. the bones, yep, there's the bone. See, once again, it's the ankle part in life, I, I, maybe because I have bad ankles, um, I just, I don't, you know, it really bothers me. Oh, there you go. At least that's a good shower curtain. It's yeah. a strong shower curtain. That's a, By the way, that's a good defense. In case you're wondering, and the zombie's trying to eat you. Oh, um, oh look. You, uh, shower curtain's a good way to go. He's, he's running out of stuff, though. 
This is a stressful moment for me. He's got the raid though. I do like I do like the raid. Raid. I love that it slows her down. Yeah, I know. We she get hasn't it. lost her full. Uh, yo! Oh God! Oh, right on top of the head with that person with that. As dead. someone who's had a few concussions, that hurts. How many concussions have you had? Fourteen diagnosed. Fourteen. So at fifty, I mean, really, the Vegas fact checker and I have to start making a shit ton of money because at fifty. You're going to be staying in one of our homes. Yeah, yeah. And you're a huge human being. Yeah. They don't make wheelchairs for you. Speaking of diapers. Speaking of diapers, yeah. We're going to hire someone. That probably her. Probably the zombie girl to just wipe your ass. And at that point, I'll be all right with it. Yeah, that's okay, right? You're not going to run away. Is she just dragging that foot along? No, yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm here. Oh. Oh. Just, just, you know, and... And when you see it, the problem is, is that I see it, and he's just like, and swing, bada 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 swing, double, double tap. tap. Oh, it's just so brutal. Um, I don't. Yeah, see, these parts also these make me nervous. I don't understand what happened here that led to this traffic jam and all these explosions. This was Atlanta a few years ago with the snow snowpocalypse. I was stuck in that for the week. Were you really? Oh, it was awful. Our hotel ran out of food. Nothing was open. You had I had to go walk to find food. You know there's a strip club. It's something lounge. Jesse May Police was telling me about this. And it's all women over 75. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Let that sink in for a minute. There's a woman that comes oh. out. Hold on. There's a woman that comes out in a walker. I'm going to walk in. <laughs> After midnight, <laughs> they are they're all strippers. That's the that's, that's the, the uh, Sally O'Malley, oh. Mary, uh, Molly Shannon's character. There's one who crushes um, beer cans with her tits. Oh, her sweet. eighty year old tits. She oh. just brings them up and just. Huh. So you've got a, so now you have an opportunity in life. You can go back to it. So bucket list. Okay. Future bucket list. Now you change it. And you're like, man, I've never seen Hoover Dam. Or do you go to a strip club that has 75 and over dancing just to say, guess what I threw up after? <laughs> or because, because here's my problem. I have, first of all, I'm going to have to go in there on edibles. I can't be drunk. I'm going to have to go in there on edibles. And then I'm going to feel super bad because I'm going to laugh so hard. Because basically from their shoulder blades down to their ankles. That's a woman's ass by the time she's 75, right? It's just that whole thing. And then they condense it into some weird polyurethane cotton blend pant that has elastic that kind of wrangles it all up along with some aggressive fullback panties. <laughs> you didn't think this was coming, did you? Nope. <laughs> you brought up Atlanta. You brought it up. Listen, I'm here. I'm just... You tell the car where to go, and I add some highlights. And there's my highlight. <laughs> yeah, that's and there's just all these images flashing through my mind right now. Would you take? Would to... you? Would you frame? If I went there and I got that gal to crush two beer cans, and I got them framed, would you hang them up in your house? It's a fair question. It's a good question. Maybe. What if they were Coke cans? Well, then yes, of course. Then it's yes, Atlanta, too. I'm sorry, I'm crying. But this is just, just that, first of all, I feel bad for that woman carrying around that much weight. Oh, well, here's the thing. And she's someone's grandmother. I, <laughs> beer cans, maybe. Beer yeah. cans, maybe. But I saw a video on in one of my bored moments watching this lady who was crushing a watermelon. 
with with her boobs. With her boobs? With her boobs. I see the lady do it between her legs. Yeah, with with she's crushing a watermelon. But what she was doing was lifting them up and then slamming them down. But I'm like, she's actually breaking it with her hand. Yeah. Because she's slamming. I was like, that's cheap. Oh no, this gal just holds her boob over the top of your can and then just removes her hand. And then the weight of the boob, if you don't believe, you think gravity is a conspiracy theory? Check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay, champ? Because that beer can is saying, fuck you, gravity exists. And there's a 10 pound titty just coming right down at me. That like the age bomb. What he was talking about. Yeah. Hey, hey, Newton, have this apple fall in your head, okay? And get a concussion. John, 15. I don't believe that's happening. Let me drop this tin in your head. Just got another concussion. Oh, man. Um, wow. Red vines. Uh, by the way, junk food heaven in this movie. Yeah. I mean, seriously, junk food heaven. It promotes diabetes. It does. Well, if you're going to get the sugars, get it during the zombie apocalypse, this, right? This guy had it in life. Yeah, this and guy. Just, just got bashed with a banjo. Oh. That's fantastic. Now, my other concern is you're bashing them in, right? Yeah. You're bashing them in. You're going after them. And then slide. Bada, bada, swing. What if the blood gets in your nose or in your ears? I, I don't understand, is it the saliva of the bite that infects you, or is it the blood that is infected? Because if it's the saliva of the bite, I get it. But otherwise, I don't want to be that close swinging anything, because I don't want blood yeah. on my nose. Look at this fat son of a bitch. I love this. This is great choice. And he comes out, and he's got head strippers. Oh. Um, Hey there, champ. Gonna Ooh. lop off his head. You're gonna you're gonna lose your head in a minute here, and by lose your head, I mean lose your absolute fuck. I like how they don't show it too. They just let you know that that's exactly what happened. He lost yeah. his head. He just he just went down aisle six and just wreaked havoc. Hi Emma. Uh, Emma Stone. First of all, very talented actress. I uh, don't was she was super bad before this or after this? Oh, before, before, way before. So she was in super bad. Uh, <laughs> I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Funny because my dick's on my back. My back's located on my dick. Yeah. What is that? Huh? What'd you, what'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. Where Great in that. Uh, when in doubt, know your way out. Always a great. Always. Rule. That's a great rule if you're dating. Oh my God! Yes. I mean. I've had to crawl out a window and walk home with no shoes and no shirt, call my friends, only to have them laugh at me. I sprinted out of a YMCA once. True story. <laughs> True story. We got the YMCA. Uh, yeah, remember the bird? Were you there that night? Oh, no, I was there that night. Yeah. Yeah. That was a rough night. We came and picked you up. No, you didn't. I took a cab. I called you. You guys made fun of me. And would not come pick me up, and you just giggled on the phone. I thought we eventually came and met you at like a Seven Eleven. Yeah, no, because uh, I finally got a cab to pick me up. You okay. guys did. Someone did pay for my cab though, because I didn't have any money in my pants. Yeah. You were shoeless and shirtless. Shoeless and shirtless. But we all Gucci also shoes. did warn you. I mean, first of all, threatening me with a good time is not a warning. Okay, here's the other thing. <laughs> we all remember the famous huddle bartender Morgan. Morgasm. Morgasm. Yep. Also a World of Warcrafter. Yes, big time. She was a horde. She, she was. a horde. Uh, she had said that girl had just recently, recently been allowed back in the bar after being 86 for a time for breaking a bottle and trying to stab her boyfriend in the neck with it. Well, we don't know what their relationship is like. 
Fair. <laughs> so we don't know if that's considered. He could have been an abuser. That's right. She a lot of abusers are coming to light now. A lot yeah. of them are. Uh, and the Huddle Bar in uh, Costa Mesa, California, 55 and, uh, no, 55 Freeway, 405 Freeway in Baker. Baker, yeah. Uh, rough bar. Real rough. Some white supremacists like to hang out there. Some Hells Angels like to hang out there. Just little, little meth was passed, passed around there. That's not all. But uh, I drank for free there. Yes, you did. Yeah, I mean, when Morgasm worked and Jared just asked for a trailer park, and they just keep coming, and at the end of the night, my bill would be six dollars. It was always a nice thing. It's uh, very nice. Did anyone ever pay there? Yeah, the the, the white supremacy. I mean, like the rough crowd paid there. Yeah, because they had to pay to keep that place open. Nice people like me did not have to pay. I classed that joint right up. I came in with my with my button downs untucked and my flip flops. Romancing the artists. Romancing every lady in there. Every once in a while, a couple of cute girls would walk in and they'd go to leave and be like, ladies, you like pina coladas? How about the pouring <laughs> rain? I'd play that song. Morgan would give me jukebox money. It was fantastic. I mean, listen, I had a great time there. It was also right across the street from where I lived. I remember I used to get so drunk there, though, that sometimes they would drive me home. Because I would go into 7-Eleven and walking around trying to grab chips and salsa and frozen pizzas, I'd break about 19 things, and 7-Eleven wouldn't let me in sometimes. Fair. 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 But they also didn't charge when I broke stuff. Also fair. That's really nice. That is really nice. Uh, that song went heavy on the makeup. She did. She I, went, I had never noticed that before. Like, real smoky, dark uh, eyeshadow there. Do you think she's got the original smoky look there? Is she, is she setting a trend? I would like to think so. Um, hard pause. There's a tank right there. How come we're not driving that around? That Did you remember that? Remember in San Diego when the guy took the tank and went on the high-speed chase down the 405 freeway? No. Yeah. Guy had a tank. Drove it. Guy was also batshit crazy. Uh, he um, thought there was gold in his backyard and the government was coming to steal it. And he was, he was on meth and he would get other guys on meth and he would pay them meth to find gold. And when they weren't finding gold... He would go around to the other houses, break into them, steal gold out of there, plant it in the dirt so that the guys would come up with gold, and then he'd give them meth for it. Not the best business plan. Hey, but he wanted everyone to win. He wanted everyone to win, and he had a tank. He, he stole a tank mm. and then went on a high-speed chase with the tank down to 405. That's awesome. Now that thing... Was it a functioning tank? Uh, yeah, full function. I've wanted to do this. This just, you need to do this sometimes. You need to destroy things. Now, do they have, I know um, Vegas has a lot of fun stuff. We have some stuff here in the great Austin, Texas, like axe throwing is a big thing here. Axe throwing. So there's targets, okay, almost like a shooting range, but you're hucking axes instead. Just in a bar? No, it's, well, you bring your own beer. Oh. <laughs> uh, so hold on. Sharp instruments. Okay. Throwing them. Okay. BYOB. Good times. Good times. Welcome to Texas. What could go wrong? By the way, can't buy beer before noon on a Sunday. That would be disrespectful to the good Lord above. Okay. However, you can take an axe, throw it into wood, sharp enough to stick, and also bring your own boots. So that means all that moonshine that I have from Kentucky here in this house, I could bring a bottle of that, hang out, throw an axe, do a shot. Of moonshine. That's just a good time. 
It's this right here, little known fact, and I will give Vegas fact checkers props for dubbing this. Yep. The yellow H2 yes. is the Corvette of SUVs. Why do you consider it the Corvette of SUVs? I'm very curious. So, in, in the industry, and mm -hmm. there may be a Corvette owner listening, okay. and I mean you no disrespect, because probably you're the one that's actually bucks the trend and is... My my neighbor Jay exception. has the brand has the ZR seventy one supercharger super fast revs yeah. it up in my windows in my bedroom shake loves to do it loves to I tell him to do it I'm like you know what do it and he does it Jason hey bugs how you doing man uh, sorry if the vet kind of woke you up there I was going up to the bar real quick Jay you do whatever <laughs> you want you sexy son of a bitch there we go number three again so I'm sorry so this is the Corvette of it's, it's the Corvette of SUVs Corvette owners. Right or wrong, have a reputation of being a little douchey. So, this is the douchey SUV because it's yellow and bright and just obnoxious. It's not enough to, to have an H2, which is a, a very capable vehicle, but then when you throw the yellow in, it just takes it down a negative road. So, and Corvette owners. Is it like, hey, douchey. hey, look at me? Yeah, it's hey, hey, look at me. And you get a lot of that. Just working many car events throughout this great country of ours, Corvette owners, they're, they're a special breed. Who, who are worse? And I, and I mean this with all disrespect to all the car owners, but hold on. Uh, beer number two. Crack. Enjoy. Um, While you talk, I'm opening Twinkies. Yeah, I can't oh, wait. Oh, you, get those, you, get those, you get into the first bag of Twinkies here. Um, I got two bags of Twinkies. We're ready. So here's the question, and uh, all disrespect to every car owner out there, who are, if you could rank them in the top five, who are the douchiest of the car owners? We're gonna go Mustang, Corvette, Camaro, Lamborghini, Ooh. <laughs> or, <laughs> wait for it, because I hate them the most, but I hope they're number one, Miata people. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, they got those that new uh, Miata group where mm -hmm. they can supercharge your Miata and basically put a Corvette engine in the center. Yes. And they're like, hey, you want to put a Corvette and you want to put a Rhino on roller skates there and, and cruise around? Sure. Now, Miatas, what you can do with them is, is amazing. They are, performance-wise, they're a light vehicle. Better than uh, Mini Cooper, do you think? Yeah, probably. More capability. More capability? Okay, very yeah. interesting. But, oh man, that's really, you have, <laughs> you have some very different types, very different, different, different categories of douchebags there. <laughs> wow. I would say a, a tie at the bottom would be the Camaro and Mustang. Really? Maybe Mustang a little above because I've heard some things about, you know, some Mustang groups. When they get in groups is when you get problems. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but alone, they're nice. But alone, they can be fine. Camaros. Are they a little clicky like 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 attractive women? Mm, yeah, a little bit. But alone, you're like, no, well, seriously, she's a really nice lady. And then you bump into her at, would, the hot, at the nightclub where she's in the VIP and you're not. And you're like, hey, hey, Linda. Hey, Linda. And she's like, who the fuck is that? I don't know, that seven foot tall guy won't leave me alone. Great penis. I won't leave me alone. <laughs> <coughs> 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 
You're welcome. I'm here to help. So, in Save that, Jesus. I know. So, so we got Camaro and Mustang people at the bottom. I'd say Camaro at the very bottom because you never even know they were Camaro people. Well, dude, they were on the Transformers. Yeah, Bumblebee. Don't Bumblebee. blame them for one bad seed. All right, that's true. All right. Do you know those hay bales are illegal, by the way? The those round big ones? round bales, yeah. Here? Yeah, they're illegal. They're not where I'm from. They are here. The Northwest. Well, they're they're illegal here for why? Because cows can't get a good square meal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You just, you're like, I'm going to walk down this trail. Here we go. I'm walking. Jason, I hate him. Just Back to douchebags. Right, right. Just Whatever car I'm driving. Whatever car I'm driving is the douchiest now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Camaro's at the bottom. Camaro's. Then we'll go Mustang. Mm-hmm. Then we had Corvette, Lamborghini, and Miata. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Lamborghinis are the Euro douchey or the guy who wants to be Euro, Guido. It's the, it's the, if I'm from New Jersey and I get money, I get a Lamborghini. No, but isn't that weird though, because you don't say that about Ferrari, but the only reason Lamborghini exists is because a brother, I mean, two brothers got into a fight, right? They're related. No. The Lamborghini Ferrari, no. is that, are they not related? No. How did I, why did I think they're related? So, I'm eating another Twinkie. I have another one. It's good. I'm going to have some in a little bit. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. I just, I got to get my beer cord. I can't be, people get mad. I get emails. I'm like, hey, by the way, your beer cord is down. That guy died on the toilet earlier. Yes, he did. But right now, he's helping fix this car because she's a mm. con woman. Because it's hard me. I would be him. Yeah, I'd be like, well, here you go. So, so how is it that, what, explain real quick the difference or how, how are Lamborghinis and Ferraris linked forever? Lamborghini came out because... They used to make tractors. Yes, he was a tractor maker. I got that right. And he had Ferraris. And he didn't like... And I'm probably going to mess this up. And someone will probably say, Oh, you're in the industry. Screw you. Uh, It was the transmission... uh, He didn't like their transmission. He didn't like the way they shipped. It was really clunky. And he's like, I can make a better one. So he went to Enzo Ferrari and said, hey, I have some ideas. Enzo's like, screw you, farmer. You're a hillbilly. You make tractors. Stay and in so, your lane. Yeah, stay in your lane. So well, I pass you in my then he created car. Lamborghini. Ah, okay. And Lamborghini, I think, was great up through the Diablo. I think it was when they came out with the Gallardo that it really got douchey. Now, but then you got the Aventador, right? Yeah. So they kind of made them so expensive that almost the douches can't afford them anymore. Well, they still have the Huracan. So they still have a $250,000 car. Yeah, a... Now, then what do you pick? Do you pick, uh, do you pick the Lamborghini or the Austin Martin DB11? I'm just curious. Is that you? That's me. Okay. And it's um, it's Elijah. He doesn't... Hey, Elijah, uh, I'm going to read your announcement in a little bit, you fuck. But seriously. It's never enough. Never enough. So... Trying to steal my time. I know. DB11 or then uh, Lamborghini? Why would you... I would have to go to Aston Martin while the Lamborghini probably is a... a Aston Martin's for sure a more comfortable ride. Yeah. 100% way more comfortable. I don't fit in Lamborghinis. I've got some pictures. It, it, it didn't matter. The small ones, the big ones... You don't fit in the Aventador? No. Do you, you well then for sure you don't what fit in the we don't fit the McLaren then. Some. Do you better in the middle seat eight? one? Whatever that weird middle seat one. Oh, is? that's old. Um I haven't tried to sit in that one. Okay. I should. You should. So then we have a couple of McLarens at the office. Is Lamborghini then the douchiest? Of of exotics? Absolutely. 
Interesting. Absolutely the douchiest. I like Ferraris. I well, just... Ferraris are sexy, right? Yeah. As long as they're one color, red. I like I see, I, dude, I see a blue Ferrari, and I said, there's someone who bought something on sale. No. No? Silver Ferrari, I'm okay with. What about black? Um, only certain ones. Only only certain models. Why don't you come to work with me one day, and I'll show you some black ones that will, and a blue one that will. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's the one thing I like about Lamborghinis is pretty much, although they do get crazy with the neon, but like I saw this matte black Lamborghini. Boom. So, they had a little technical difficulty. Elijah called. He fucked the whole thing up. Not going to lie. Um, he's one of our sponsors, so it's fine. He can call and mess things up. Matt Black Lamborghinis is where we left off. I said I kind of liked them. You? I said because it looks like the Batmobile. It brings out everyone's uh, fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, not want to be Batman? I'm sorry. I'm going to love these Twinkies right now. I like the idea of matte black cars. Uh-huh. But you, if you're going to have a matte black car, wrap them. Make them matte black that way. Matte black paint. You can't fix it. So if you get a scratch in it, anything goes wrong, mm -hmm. it's a repaint. The whole car? Yep. What about those pens they sell on 1-800-TV? Uh, Ooh, yeah. They actually have this thing that the counting cars guy, the count whatever his name is in Vegas, the mm -hmm. DC car builder. Uh, probably, can you say that? Yeah. Okay. okay. He's not going to sue me for defamation. Uh, you just spray it on. And it just wipes off and it magically fixes everything. Your headlights, your leather. It vinyl. fixes everything. So now yeah. here's here's another paint that they say they can't do on um, on cars. And the paint color is where's my paint color on this? Let's see. There's the black cube of Saturn. Uh, Vanta black. Vanta black. What's it's Vanta the invisible black? black. So when you look at it from an angle, it doesn't look like anything's there. It is the perfect absorption of all color. So can you paint your car Vanta Black legally? They say, yes, you can. The paint job would be over a million dollars. Someone has to do that then. Well, someone has kind of, so they, they haven't really done Vanta Black, but I'm trying to find, so there is a car painted Vanta Black looking straight at you. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Can we get that Vanta Black unicorn? Yeah, 100%. A lot of people don't that. know our past. I know, they don't know our past. Uh, Vanta Black, V-A-N-T-A, -A, and then the word black. But that's a, that's a Miata, by the way. <laughs> oh, but if that car's behind you, you... Ooh, mean, zombie you kill of the week. Zombie kill of the week. Let's go for it. Is it... Is it for a Nana? I like this lady. Yeah. She's like, here's my band. Boom, piano. Piano. Yes. Reminiscent of childhood cartoons. That... It you just know? seems messy. That seems messy to me. Isn't but, it all a little messy? At some point, now here's my other question about the zombie world. We're jumping around cars and zombies, but uh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg's trying to get sexy for his lady. She's trying on hats, as women do. Uh, in this crazy zombie world that we live in, uh, or that they live in, the messiness of all the dead zombies. Yeah. How bad does Earth smell? Oh, awful. I mean, seriously awful. Yeah. There's, and here's the thing people don't understand about death, and I'll call myself a bit of an expert. Death smells bad. The visuals of death, no problem. So if Phases of Death came out with a scratch and sniff look along with that page. Oh. <laughs> oh. You're welcome. Someone oh. do that for sure. That's the bear. First of all, you scratch the bear's breath, 
and then you scratch and sniff that person, let's say they wore a Drakkar, which is why the bear attacked mm -hmm. them, and then the body sits there and it goes to the moor, and they're like, oh, a bear ate his head, scratch and sniff that part, and so you get all three phases. Yeah, it's, it's, it's foul. The, the air in the lungs of a dead person, toxic, number one. Don't okay. breathe it in. Don't breathe it in. Number two, if you get a whiff of it, is my all-time the worst thing I've ever smelled. You've smelt it. Oh, many times. Many times. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, so one, I'm, I'm super concerned about why you're hanging out with dead people. Yeah. Uh, I would assume um, it's just that's you dated some girl who worked in the mm -hmm. morgue, or I did, or you did. So, do you? What is? I'm curious. And as they're smashing up this beautiful store, and I love this. Don't appropriate this them, young child, lady. Yeah. Don't you do it. This that movie. This scene could not be made in today's movies. No, not today. Oh, oh the beads. There's someone oh, with OCD that watches with this. Axe in the neck. There's someone with OCD watches. I'm eating another Chris Twinkie Mills. Kids. Uh, Chris Mills, who saw that, he's like, "What about the beats?" And Vegas fact checker. Vegas fact checker, I think, would like this part, so long as it's not his place. I think he would. He'd be okay with it. Yeah, I think he'd be okay with it. as he if if he gets to do it. I think so. Because he can walk away from it. He can walk away and be like, "Not my spot." Yeah. You notice, enjoy, enjoy rule number thirty-two. Enjoy the little things. That's important. That is important. You know, that's important just in life. We're enjoying a little thing right now. You enjoyed yours. I'm enjoying uh, mine now. The Twinkie, thanks for picking these up. And they're fresh. It's it's a fantastic batch of Twinkies. I forgot how good Twinkies were. Yeah. This movie brought me back to Twinkies. Remember when they disappeared for a little while because Hostess went under and then someone else had to buy them back? That was a sad time. I think what we're missing in this world, and listen... They're out there, you see them, but if you listen to the right people, man, we're missing a little bit of balance. Now, I'm not a balanced person by any stretch of imagination. Uh, you put a pizza in front of me, I eat the whole thing. You put a six pack of beer in front of me, I drink the whole thing. I don't have balance. But then there are people like Joe Rogan yeah. out there. He's like, I'll enjoy a Twinkie. Then he's gonna go run you know, 100 miles just uphill yeah. and do whatever he does. But he has this like, 90-10 rule. Um, there's a gal here in Austin, Jenna Mays. Uh, she has a 80-20 rule. 80% of her time is eating clean and working out. 20% of her time, hey man, she likes some queso, eats some tacos. Oh, queso. Queso's delicious. No one does it better than Texas, by no, the way. No one does it better. You got, uh, you got Katrina Schlow, uh, Katriana Schlow. She has an 80-20 rule. She enjoys life, but she also works really hard. Yeah. I just enjoy life. I, I need to find the other side of the balance. Yeah, but you work. Is, I, I disagree. Mm. You work really hard now. I you work. do. You work out. I do. You do. You did your. What, how many miles did you run in January? One hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. That's a lot. Most people don't run that in their lifetime. So. Or Cam Haynes does that yeah, on the weekend. Exactly. Right. I mean, Cam Haynes. Like I know him. Hey, pause. I don't know him. A very nice man. Cameron Haynes. He wants Mr. to know you. He just doesn't know you. Mr. Haynes, uh, for, for the for the for the people out there who want to show that man some respect for what he physically can do. Uh, this is this downtown LA? Yeah. So this is what downtown LA looks like. So they're right at the now. Chinese Theater. I don't know what it's called now. It used to be Man's Chinese Theater. Is it now? It's whoever sponsors it or whatever. Hershey's Chinese yeah. Theater? I don't know. Yes. Is he getting a map to the stars to he go did. find a house to he live? Did. They know those. Now, how come some zombies are fast and some are dumb? You know, same with people. It's a, it's genetics. 
I think genetics, it's a slice of society. We have we have idiots in our society as much as we don't want to admit it. There's oh no, I think I, I'd love to admit it. Well, you love to admit it. Yeah. Society doesn't because that's we're all, true. And we're all. You Did know. you see the thing? And not these girls are idiots. I think their parents are idiots. I think the school board's idiots. Uh, but they some moms came out and like, listen, Tammy's super sad. She didn't make the cheerleading team, and I think that's unfair. Everyone should make the cheerleading team. And so then the school's like, fine, everyone makes the cheerleading team. I don't think what they understand is like they throw these girls in the air, and I don't care whether you're husky or thin. I don't care about your size. I really don't. You could be ninety pounds if you don't know how to get caught. Exactly. You're you're breaking a couple of hips. Well, yeah. Well, and that's that's a quality of outcome, right? Yeah. Everyone should have <laughs> quality of outcome. Great band name. Yeah. We're gonna get better. Everyone should have the opportunity to try out and put in the work to make. The team, yeah. and there shouldn't be discrimination if you have the certain skills that it's required to make the team. Great, be yeah, on I mean, the, team. the the ultimate case, which I believe created an individual of discrimination, if you're looking at white girls and problems, is Tanya Hardy. I mean, Tanya Hardy, Portland, Oregon. She dirty got, Southeast, Portland, dirty Oregon, just like Southeast, me, just like you. But I mean, she had to work out at the mall because. Clackamas Town Center had that banner, home of Tanya Harding, for years. For years. But, I mean, one Clackamas Town club, Center... One little knee clubbing took that down. But what's weird is that Clackamas Town Center never paid her any money. No. Right? She had to make her own outfits. They're like, you didn't earn your dues. She's a talented lady. Yeah. Talented woman. A little crazy. Um, look, look, that shit crazy. I mean, <laughs> that woman is for sure nuts. But... That was a person who deserved to join the team and, and didn't get the love that she probably should have gotten. Now that said, that's one instance. Now you have all these other white privileged little girls running around who don't want to put in the work. They're like, Mom, I think it's unfair that I'm not part of it. Oh. I've never done anything. I don't know how to do it, but I think I want to. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Great film, but I just you know I see that and and I'm like there, there's got to be a balance there too, right? Yeah. Where all right, you're on the yell team or whatever, you work up yeah. to it, whatever oh, yeah. it is. It, when I played basketball, there I mean you started was, out, you started. You when you were born, you walked out with a basketball and you started playing basketball. Just boom. No, I just seven play, feet tall. I didn't play till middle school, and yeah. then it took me years before I was on the A team. I, I had to do the B team and all that kind of stuff and was on the second team, you mm -hmm. know. I, did, I wasn't on the, the good team. And then eventually got there. Yeah. But I had to work for it. I, it they didn't just give it to me. So, I, and I don't understand that, that entitlement and then how parents prop that up. Well, our kids just, no, they have to put in the work. They have to go out there and work their ass off and earn it. Otherwise, you don't appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, like, Harper hates soccer because she's got to work, right? Yeah. She's got to go do all these things. She's got to run after the ball. Oh. She loves dance because dance is just, you know, she thinks it's hilarious that she, doesn't, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah. And, like, that's that could be a pirouette, I guess. And, oh, there's Bill Murray. Bill oh. Murray's in, by the way, kids. And kids, yeah, listen, if you're keeping score, two beers, two Twinkies, and a Bill Murray cider. Oh, so With good. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, and he's pretending to be a zombie. Yeah, For right. sure, in a zombie world, take that makeup off. Pretend to be somebody else. Yeah. Why would you pretend to be Gene Simmons from Kiss instead of pretending to be a zombie Bill Murray? Well, he had the, it's a survival strategy, and it worked. Did it? Well, to this point. <laughs> <laughs> and the stone went with the smoky eyes. That worked. 
that did work. That worked really well. Um, it's it's interesting. So no. So real quick to to close the loop on that. I, I think if you take those kids and you put them in the zombie apocalypse, you put them in, in zombie land, they don't deserve to get in my car if they don't know how to handle a gun. Exactly. Or themselves, yeah. right? Get eaten. Yeah. You're done. Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. You're done, champ. You're out. We're out. I'm all out. It is all good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's it's annoying to me. It's annoying to me when because I'm like... I play basketball now at 43. I go out, yeah. I play. Uh, I had to earn my spot in all three gyms that I play at to be invited back regularly. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I play and have fun. Yeah. But I but I wasn't like, hey guys, I want to play. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shit, you didn't get my email? We should we should have put that out to every Tom, Dick, and Harry in the world out there. Yeah. No, no, I had to earn. Well, you don't want just everybody showing up to play basketball. Yeah. Oh. No that, offense, but yeah. you don't. You that's don't want them at all. Part of the reason I don't play anymore. Well, that's a good reason. I mean, you, you that and no cartilage in my knees. Well, I have no cartilage in my knees. I love when I wake up and I'm walking behind Harper and she goes, "Dad, I can hear your knees." Oh, it just yeah. But oh. I'll tell you what, you you take a couple Tylenol PM or opioids or whatever you want to call them. Okay. Speaking of those drugs. Yes. Smoking weed with Emma Stone, and Bill Woody Murray, Harrison. and Woody Harrelson. I'm in. Absolutely. I'm in. I'm a hundred. Oh, God. And the Ghostbusters. Uh, don't cross the streams. Don't don't cross the streams. Emma does not know what's going on because she wasn't born then. No. <clears throat> but that's all right. It's interesting. I, is, would, I would totally geek out. If I met Bill Murray or Woody Harrelson, really, I would. Oh, Twinkie sighting. Who's your uh, who's your celebrity geek out with? Because you, you uh, I mean, well, we clearly saw one the other day. Well, with Tim yeah. Kennedy. Tim was it? Tim was a, Tim was a moment for you. Um, Bill Murray. Anyone else? Wow, celebrity geek out. Would it be female or male? See, I don't know that it would be. It's a weird thing, but I mean, I geek out on the males only because they've just. It's I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, the female ones, the, the, the females that I've met, mm -hmm. I haven't geeked out because I've just been taken back. Like I, yeah. I told Katarina this and, and my, my friend Vanessa Marcel has this as well. You walk into a room with them, you walk into a room and it stops. Yeah. Everything goes quiet. Yeah. Now that doesn't necessarily happen with a guy. Like no. a Bill Murray, he walks into a bar, the bar doesn't stop, the bar cheers. The bar goes crazy. Yeah. Hotness brings a, a pause and a calm to everything. Yeah. And the bravado of the male, the, the, the superior ape chimp of whatever he's doing yeah. brings a ruckus. Yeah. Like John from the Chive, I'm sure when he walks into a bar, they're like, oh, John's here. Yeah. They're like, oh, the party has officially yeah. Started. They're like, what's he bringing in with him? Yeah. Then we go quiet. Then we go quiet. <laughs> but I think that's a very interesting thing is that yeah, they true. bring a pause and a calm, and the guys bring an uproarious of like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Let's have a good time. Let's lace it up. You know, same with musicians. I mean, Gwen Stefani walks in. No one's like, get on the piano and sing a song. Billy Joel walks in, like, bitch, there's the piano, piano man. Well, he did it to himself. <laughs> I think we just expect different things from from our different c celebrities, if you will. It's true. You know, we. It's absolutely true. 
we expect and we want uh, just a, a little bit more from them and in, in, in what's happening or what's not happening. Yeah. You want them to entertain us. Yeah. I, I or think just stand there and look pretty so I can drool. Isn't that weird? It's like men, entertain us. Women, be there. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, and what I think is very interesting, especially with, um, oh, oh we got to let Bill go. He's dropping him around like crazy. Yeah. But they gave him a little salute. Four gun salute, as they should. With They're wasting shells, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, and there's and not a lot of kick on those shotguns. That's yep. the other thing. Yeah, um, that one he's he's holding. That's looks like... There's a reason there's that wood there, Jess. Uh, oh, there he, got, he knocked back a little. Very good. But yeah. hers, she's holding a pistol grip shotgun. That should not, be... That, that messes you up. Yeah. That'll dislocate a shoulder. Yeah. You've got to know how to handle that. Yeah. I yeah. love Emma Stone, but... Is it weird that after that they used hand sanitizer? No, no. He's just a guy. He wasn't well, dead. That's true. He was dead at that point. That's true. You want to kill that bacteria? So clearly, maybe it's just the blood if it gets on. I don't know. I don't know. Once again, these are questions that I have that are going to. But then you would be really careful about how you kill them too. Exactly. But they're not. No. They're swinging banjos yeah. and they're double tapping and they're using shotguns. That brings me back to maybe an AK-47 and a nice snipe shot to the dome. There's no splatter like there is with a shotgun. And a little a splatter. Lot, well, but Not a lot bad. less. Yeah. You know what you want to do? If you want to kill a line of them and you can miss them, you do a 50 caliber. Just right down, right just, down the middle. Or right by, right beside their ears. Oh, yeah. Just the, the force will rip their faces apart. That's just good times. Those 50 calibers are dangerous guns. Um, so back to the, so there we go. We're looking at Woody. They're all playing Monopoly. They're hanging out. Uh, he's and talking about his puppy, a.k.a. his son. His son. And he's just like, yep, yeah, my puppy, my son. And it is no longer a puppy, and it is his, his son. son. Aww. A cute kid, too. Real a lot of, kid. lot of hair, considering that Woody doesn't have any. Yeah. Well, he'll lose it soon enough. He will. Let him have it and enjoy it. Don't take that from him. Is it weird that Woody Harrelson's dad has been um, wrapped up in the conspiracy of killing JFK? Really? Yeah. That's a little fun fact. I, I, didn't, I had no know. idea. Yeah. I have been up to my JFK conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Sam Tripoli, tinfoil hat. Drop some knowledge. Some of it's crazy. Like, I don't... By the way, ultimate respect for Sam Tripoli and his comedy and the fact that he gives zero fucks and he goes after it. I love him to death. And he's, um, he's in love with only black strippers and is sober. Hmm. He used to do, I guess, a lot of booger sugar, but um, put, a, put a hard pause to that. But it's... You know, it's it's funny because he does these conspiracy theories, and sometimes they'll just start talking about something, and they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, saw that in a movie." I'm like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! You just want reality to movie? Like, you're using an example from a movie as reality." But if you take a step back, they sometimes, you know, depending on who the person is, some of the guests believe that, oddly enough, we don't actually we're not living this world. We're in a game. We are, in fact, pieces. We are game pieces in a larger game being played, we yeah. are the Matrix on a different level. Neil deGrasse Tyson comes out and says, yeah, there's a more, there's a greater chance that we are in a simulation, Truman story, or a game, than there is that there's a God. Just on math. Fair. Fair. Uh, what, do you, what would you like to say to the person who's controlling you right now? 
Right on. Right on. <laughs> all right, little, all right, all right. A uh, little, little cartilage. Sounds a little nice cartilage in the legs. Maybe a little something in there. Do a little Westworld on my knee. Do a little Westworld on my knee and let's call it a day. Emma's got the um, the bottle of wine. And maybe the, the CTE going on in my brain. Yeah, you're, by the way, your controller, horrible job. I mean, banging yeah. your head around. Does he yeah. not? Does your controller, he or she? I don't want to assume gender. Know how tall you are when they? When I they don't think so. You? I don't think so. Is seven foot different in their mind? Like they just created your dick and your body the same size, and they're just like, "Here you go." Said, "Well, you know, you're gonna get something, but we gotta take something else. We gotta away. take something away. You can't. You can't have it all." Yeah, mine's like, we're going to make you smart and unhirable. This is what we're going to do. We're just going to create a world where people are like, I would like to pick your brain. No, I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. You're dumb. But the beautiful thing is podcasts. Did podcasts. You, did you shut off? Oh, no, no, no. This is, um, the screen goes dark sometimes. What it's was a that? That was a beautiful saver. picture on your screensaver. Where was that? That was uh, the Sedona. That was Arizona. Not far from mine now. I've never been to Sedona. Don't go. I mean, it's just full of hippies and patchouli and awful things. Um, I used to work with a group out in Cottonwood, which is like the, forgive forgive me, Cottonwood. You're the fart of Sedona. Well, it's just, so, and I, I mean that in a nice way. Like, I think farts are funny. We're going to make fun of your certain groups. Yeah, we're going we're to make fun of Cottonwood real quick. I mean, Cottonwood is like this blue collar, kind of rough town. And then right up the road is Sedona. There are all these fucking hippies who are like, I'm sorry, did you talk to those beans before you grind them? Were they okay with it? Yeah. And then you've got Cottonwood and you're walking into the Safeway, you know, and there's a guy doing whippets in the aisle, just having a great fucking time going, I've got to go hammer nails soon. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Go, you go hammer nails. What did you sell? What was this last product? Yeah, I can't talk about it. I had to actually sign a documentation that said that I would never talk about their company. Okay. So... They're weird, uh, you know, they're, they're super paranoid. The funny thing is they've gone through like six CEOs in a couple of years, Yeah. which that's good, that's a good sign. Uh, I was their interim CMO and head of sales and then they hired a new CEO and then he brought in a CMO and then he said, but Jason, I just want you to focus on this. I was like, great, but we don't have a distributor. And he goes, yeah, don't worry about it. He said, no, it's illegal to sell alcohol in Texas without these things. And then we were going to do some events and do some stuff. And I got them the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks yeah. were, going to, were going to pour their beverage for free. Yeah. And with my with my other buddy, I'll, I won't say his name because I don't want to get him in trouble. But he had started the relationship. Then we came in and we sealed this deal. And the, the CEO at the time was like, yeah, I don't think the Diamondbacks are that big of a deal. And I was like, it's just it's a, it's a guaranteed 120 kegs a game for 82 games. Have you ever forecasted this before? And uh, this this little guy, uh, he was from Intel. I mean, I mean, little guy, like he had lifts in his shoes. He was a little oh, When he would talk to us, he would have a sit at the table, and he would stand up, and he was still shorter than all of us. <laughs> I mean, he was the he was the Vern Troyer of C- CEOs. And then he's like, "I've done background checks. I've done this. I've done that. We're gonna hire this guy. He took." Um, Sam Adams to a billion dollars. And I was like, when? When? I'm just curious. Uh, the fastest growing beer company in the world was Steel Reserve. I was a part of that growth. So when did he bring Sam Adams to a billion dollars? like, oh, he did it. I said, oh, what's his name? And I look him up on LinkedIn. He's not on LinkedIn, which I think is weird if you've done this great. If you're, yeah. If you're, if you're a vice president of, of sales for Sam Adams, I think you're on LinkedIn. Yeah. Guys, nowhere to be found at all. 
And then we go down this road and we have all this fun, um, you know, and he's like, Jason's asking too many tough questions. We got to let him go. We got to, we got to. The, the thing Don't is, ask I, asked, I asked all of my friends, and I think we know I have a couple of friends here in town a couple. that own some bars. Couple in the country that own some bars. Couple, couple in almost every state. Yeah. And I said, hey, do you know this guy? I've like, never heard of him. And so I just sent my warning flag up. I said, hey, you guys hired a schmuck. And they're like, no, we didn't. Listen, I know you're upset that you're not. I'm like, I don't care that I'm up there anymore. I could care less. I'm having fun. I'm doing the podcast. We're doing all this other stuff. Um, you know, I'm working with, we got, we're having fun. Yes. And then I get a call from, um, from a group that was working with this company. And they're like, hey, Jason, I know you don't work with the company anymore, but this crazy fucking asshole, whoever they hired to take over sales, and it's not you, is an idiot. How the fuck did he get his job? I said, man, I don't know. They said, well, he's ruining this state, and we were your number one state, and he's a fucking moron. What's going on? I said, I don't know. So I emailed my counter, my buddy over there, who I'm still friends with, and I said, hey, man, tell that tubby, doughy, northeastern Boston fuck with his how those apples cunt face to go suck a bag of dicks. He's ruining <laughs> your number one state, and I just got a call. And I don't, they know I don't work there anymore. He's like, yeah, we found out he's a complete fraud, but he still has the title, and I'm just here now helping him. And I was like, well. There you go. There you go. You have fun with that. You have fun with that. But I think that's indicative of a lot of startups, right? I mean, you, uh, you've worked with some more established companies. Yes. You've also heard me call you drunk some nights and then playing, because I work with a lot of startups, and generally speaking, they get a little bit of money or they don't get any money. They've had money from working at Intel or somewhere else. And they decide I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's amazing. There's a reason why a lot of companies fail. It has nothing to do with the economics of our society. It literally, I mean, I believe that's 5%. 95% is the economics of you trying to defeat zombies. How's your cardio? Boom. What are your rules, right? Are you going in the bathroom? Just don't care. What's going on? Where are you at in that world? And a lot of these people are like, well, I, I did it once, I know everything. I mean, when Home Loan Center sold and I had money in the bank, I started eight companies. They all failed, you know why? I was an idiot. It had nothing to do with the economy. It had nothing to do with the economics of life. It had everything to do with that, I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. But it's funny, you learn those lessons and you go to try to impart that wisdom and someone pays you money and they're like, impart your wisdom. And they're like, here you go, here's my wisdom. The zombie's coming, use a shotgun, use this, do this, use the hedge clippers, do this, here are your rules for life. And they're like, yeah, I mean, that worked for you, but that, that's, that's inconsequential for me now. Yeah, oh, that's, and that's not just business. That's just people in general. That is people in general, I mean, right? I have some friends, mm -hmm. I won't name names, but, uh, same problem over and over and over and over. People have said, hey, you know, wise people, like gurus in our society say, hey, here's what you need to do. Well, let me tell you why I'm special. Let me tell you why I'm different and those, your wisdom's great. That's great wisdom, just not for me. Yeah. And then years and years and years of the exact same thing again. And then everyone else says the same things. Years and years and years of the exact same thing. Let me tell you why I'm just going to beat my head into a wall. Well, and, and, and there's a difference, right? I think there's accepting it and owning it. Yeah. I think it would be different if someone said, that is great advice. I wish I knew how to take advice. Yeah. I don't. 
So if you've got something for me to learn how to take advice, whether it's a pill or it's something that I repeat every day, you know what, I actually might try it, but I don't know how to take advice. I'm yeah. not good at this. It's like when we go to Vegas and we share some stories about me in Vegas and having fun and, and doing crazy shit. <laughs> but the, the, the fun thing is, or the crazy thing is, is that it's like, I don't apologize for my antics. I don't wake up the next day and go, dude, I'm, I'm so embarrassed for what I did. I was like, that's me. <laughs> you guys let me play at a blackjack table where I had three cocktail waitresses serving me for hours yeah. and I won thousands of dollars. Yeah, you did. That's thousands cool. of dollars. And then you, and then I met Carlton, or his lookalike. <laughs> the best part of that whole situation was, at that point, you were so drunk, you didn't realize we were sitting across the bar from you for quite some time. Well, no, you had and no Carlton idea. had your mandate. And oh, we and were, Brett almost killed him. We were roll. oh yeah, he was, did he leave you that night, or was it another night? It was another night. Yeah. It was another night where, uh, that was when Ross got us hooked up with the club upstairs, Yes. And I was running around undoing bras with one hand because I thought that was hilarious. Yes. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. With that hand. <laughs> How dare you? Pause. <laughs> Editing that out. Uh, we, won't, we don't edit this podcast. Um, but it was, so it's, yeah, but, I, you know, there's, it, it's one of those things where it's not that I'm irreverent to my yeah. actions. I'm also, I'm like, listen, if you, at that, at that time in my life, if you took me to Vegas and you want, and I was like, I'm going to have a good time. There's nothing you're going to say where it's like, maybe you only have one path to the river, Jason. No. But yeah, no. No. But here's the thing about you. This, and Please this don't. Let me grab one more beer. This is the beautiful thing about Jason for those of you who don't know him or haven't spent an evening drinking with him. He may not take advice well, but he has ultimate self-awareness. So he, he knows who he is. He knows his strengths, his weaknesses. I would, I would argue that there's not many people that know themselves like you know yourself. I mean, I try, right? But you do. So it, the problem comes when people don't have that self-awareness and don't take advice. So, you know, whether it's, you know, you think you succeeded in this area of business, great. Well, now you're doing something different. So you, your strengths and, weak, and weaknesses in that area are very different than they were in your, in your last position. So you need to take advice to help make up for them. True. So, and same thing with people with their personal life. If, if you're aware of yourself and you're like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm just out having a good time. Great. Have a great time. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, I, I don't like what's going on with my life. I want to change things, but then you're not self-aware too. Mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a deadly combination. You're just going to sit in that vicious cycle. Are you not in the cycle where they're at on the jump thing, right? Where they go up? Yeah. Gonna, they have to. They know they have to come back down. Yeah. They know they're coming down, right? Yeah. And the zombies are there. And this is the person who, hey, oh. and then it shoots back up. Right? They get information from the guru, and it's like, nope, guru. Yep. But inevitably, you're coming down. Yeah. You're never staying up. The thing about Everest is, quite simply, there's no growth there. Yeah. Because the beautiful thing about the Amazon is, is that you can see growth in a way you've never seen growth before. But the problem is that there's so much growth, sometimes you don't know where to go or how to grow because it blocks the sunlight. Yeah. And 
you get people who live on Everest that don't want to grow, that don't want insight, that don't want change, right? Yep. That want all the that, that want all the words thrown up to them, but don't yep. want it. And they'll never grow and they'll never change. And they'll wonder why they're running around in this cycle, yeah. chasing their tail. Because for a moment they went down and they landed in Everest. And they're like, holy shit, I have so much growth to do, I'm terrified. I don't, I'm frozen in all the directions I could grow. And I didn't take accountability in other ways. And so now I, everyone thinks I should be on the wheat fields where there's growth and I can see it and it's manageable. Yep. But I'm on Everest where there's no growth and I know I need to grow in an area where there's too much. And, and I don't want to be honest. And I've been there. I mean, I can say that because yeah. I, I've legitimately been, I've called you crying on the phone. I've been there. I've been in the scary part where you're stuck in between and you don't know what to do. Yeah. And the zombies are down below and you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is a horrible part of life. But the, I think the, the, the difference is, and if there's one thing to take away from this thing that is not comedy or laughter in this, you know, of whack-a-mole and cracking tits and everything else that goes on with this podcast, is, is quite simply, is that when you look at this, and you want to take something away and go, find, find your, if you're in that growth part, have the balls to look at one of your friends and say, all of a sudden I took your advice and now the growth is so expansive I'm scared. Yeah. But I, but I listened to the guru. I listened to this person. I read this book. I did this. But the growth is so expansive. How do I get my head above the water? Now, how do I get my head above the tree line? Just above yeah. the tree line. Or above the first tree line where I can see some sunlight. Can you help me there? And then I think you win. That's where I think the, the crucial part is of, of where you can actually lean on your friends again. But you and I both have friends and we have many friends who cry foul, the water's, you know, the, the water's rising, the sky is falling, the zombies are coming, the world is ending. Oh wait, I don't wanna do that though. Yeah. I don't want cardio. I don't want to check the bathroom. I don't want to look in the back seat. I don't want to jump through these hoops. Seat belts. I don't want, and I know we're going to disagree on seat belts, but I don't want to do this, right? I'm going to be Woody Harrelson. I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the ride. I'm going to shoot around. I'm going to shoot everyone. That's my dream right But there. I don't, but I don't want to do that. However, I've got a team that I can pay that can do part of that. Yeah. Or I've got a group of friends who, if I offload that to them, they can do that. And then I can focus on the one area I want to grow in. Yeah. And they don't realize that that's the growth part. The part of growth is actually isn't the the secondary nature of passing it off to someone. The part of growth isn't the secondary nature of saying, yeah, well, I'll work on that later. The part of growth is, man, you stubbed your toe. What'd you fucking stub your toe on? Move it so you don't stub your toe again. I mean, I know there's a lot of, I, we have a lot of religious friends, yes. Christian friends, who would listen to this and they'd be like, I can't believe these guys, you know, Jason and his cursing and his not believing and, you know, the value of language in, in certain areas. Poop mouth. Just a, it's a poop mouth. It's a horrible, horrible poop mouth. But that said, I also look at them and I go, you know what? Okay. But I, but this is a part that I own. Like, this yeah. is a part of me that I absolutely yeah. own. And what is the part of you that you own versus what are the parts of you that you hide? Yeah. Now, I'm saying all of us have parts that we hide. But I would say that with you, myself, the Vegas fact checker, um, our boy C. Mills in Dallas, our friend Rogers, who has a different last name now, but I just still call her Rogers. 
Uh, all of that, we have less that we hide and more that we openly share. Yeah. And the vulnerability of our past things that we do because we know that if someone, if you came to me and said, Jason, hey, listen, man, you know what? I want you to just stop drinking for a month. I'd be like, okay. Because sober you would October. ask me. Sober October. But you would ask me and I would do it. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, listen, man, you know, you've tied on a little tight. You've gone 30 days of being super boozy. We gotta, we gotta nip it. I don't want to nip it in the butt when it's 90 days of super boozy. You're a year yeah. of super boozy. Yeah. You got a daughter, you got a job, you got this, you got that. Let's nip it in the butt. And I'd be like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. But you know that because we know our vulnerability. Yeah, absolutely. And if anything can take anyone can take anything else away from this, it's that. Know those vulnerabilities and be open with them. Yeah. Be scared and honest in those vulnerabilities because it's a great thing. Yeah. Oh, Woody. He's got his guns. All right, so there's our serious moment, you fucks, you crazy bastards. Um, John, is this how you want to go out in a blaze of glory? Absolutely. With the, with the zombies? A, a bag full of guns and just blowing shit up. And for those of you, you know, you can get serious with guns, but if you haven't ever shot something and you haven't ever you know, shot Tannerite and made something explode. You've got to do it once. Dude, we had a guy shoot, shoot blow up a fridge with Tannerite, right? Like, shot it. Uh, he did it about two miles away from here, and it, like, shook the houses. People thought there was an <laughs> earthquake. He got in trouble with the police. Yeah, you put too much in there, and yeah. Kaboom. Yeah. But there's just something. You yeah? Were, were you there? No, I don't know that you were there for the first time I saw, shot Vegas Fact Checkers AK-47. I was not there. There no. was a lovely video of that where I saw the I video. just unloaded, and then when I was done, my smile. It was pure joy. See, now, the funny thing is, so Vega, you know, he's got his AK-47. I live in a world, I, uh, I grew up hunting, and, uh, had a, had, you know, I'm very blessed to have done that. But, um, and I say very blessed because we, we, I mean, I couldn't afford real food and yeah. at the supermarket. That was the way of life up there. It was there. a way of life up there. Uh, and also, you know, you, when you get to forge the land and do something, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then you, you're taking every part of it and, and doing something with it. But I had a 223, 50-round banana clip. <laughs> and that, I mean, that is your M16 model. Yeah, that is, you know, that's your Vietnam M6 short, short nose. Great, great for, for, for small game. Yeah. And hunting that was so much fun. Rule number 17, don't be a hero. Uh, rule number 17 has changed. If she hero. is Emma Stone and there is a clown in the way. You be a hero. Be a hero because you got to save those smoky eyes. Yep. Oh, grab it. Yes. Get it. So we don't need a oh, boom! Oh, right. Oh, in the, do you right think in. ball shots work for zombies? I mean, evidently they do. Oh, oh headshots! Headshot. Do with a giant hammer. Now, do you have to double tap the headshot with that one when it when it crushes it flat? If it crushes it flat, I think you're good. You're good. You I think I think he, the double tap was the headshot. I okay. There you go. Now we'll call about that. Are we gonna do the emergency release and see ya? Boom. Going down, 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 down. I like how it slowed down. Like that guy uh, hit so hard. Yeah. And then they can like, easy. Even though it's the emergency release, it's like, easy, it's okay. 
I mean, let you down. Soft I feel like gentle. it maybe should have splatted more. I feel like it should have. He should have popped a little bit, like a great. I mean, just only because the clown popped so big, right? I mean, the clown went yeah. crazy at the pop. But it's uh, and there's oh, you almost think she's gonna kiss him on the neck right there. Chocolate covered Emma Stone. Chocolate covered Emma Stone. She can kiss me on the neck or the lips. She's a she's 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 a celebrity talent. crush for me. She's a celebrity crush for oh, you. Yeah. The sense of humor. Do you think it's her sense of humor, or do you think it's the writing that's perfect for her? I've seen some interviews with her, and I think it's, I mean, number one, I think the writing's perfect for her, but I think you can't teach, you can't write funny. You can write funny, but she just kind of has it, too. She has that personality. Okay. I think that comes through. Interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm delusional. I mean, I would would hope so. I think think every man out there would, would legitimately hope so. We got... Woody Harrelson in his PETA, PETA-friendly snakeskin jacket. I don't think PETA likes snakes. I think that's the one animal they're all right with. You can mm-hmm. have snakeskin boots. They're like white snakeskin snake boots. boots. They're like, okay, you got it? Yeah. However, cows? Oh, yeah. Don't let the rest of that boot be made out of cow. The snake? Okay. Fried Twinkies. Fried Twinkies. Here's, here's, an, here's another shining Twinkie moment. Oh, uh, this, this is just pure heartbreak. It is... But remember those suckers? Remember those dollar suckers? Or they were 25 cents back in the day. I didn't like them. He didn't like those big suckers? No. Man. Do you, I mean, it is it is a brutal, brutal thing here when you've got Woody. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Going after, going after, looking for Twinkies, trying to get them. Oh, just distraught. Just shot at something with a shotgun. Doesn't know what it is. Get the lights, camera. Now, here's the other question, right? Which I think is interesting. Like a rodent. Is that initially the lights attracted the zombies. Yeah. Now, they killed a lot of zombies and they're hanging out. They killed a whole lot of zombies. <gasps> and oh, he shot the Twinkies. He shot the one bag of Twinkies. Aren't more zombies coming? Eventually, but I think you have a gap. I think the, that big herd was most of what was in the area. And I think, but you know, maybe some more come, but... Maybe some more are on their way in. Yeah. To uh to see what's happening. Oh, thinking they're gonna get lost to get left oh, behind again. Oh, psych! Just the rejection of a woman. It's and powerful. then Smokey eyes. She's like, "Listen, I kissed yeah. you. That girl's got you know." Little Miss Sunshine. Did you little Miss Sunshine. Her? I hope those are beers in her on, on her little hat there. Those, those, those hats were made for beers. They're not made for soda pop. Don't don't defile them. Don't don't be disrespectful to the soda pop. Oh. One Twinkie. See, now here's the other. Enjoy the little things in life. Yeah, number 32. But here's the one weird thing about all of that. Uh, it's a single wrap Twinkie. You brought over. Doubles. But there are single packs. So I think when you buy the big box of them, yeah. they come in single packs. Interesting. So that came from the box. I got the normal off the shelf for retail two-pack. For retail two-pack. Yeah. Because uh, that's like ding-dongs. You buy the big box of Ding Dongs, and there's uh-huh. individual foil wrapped ones in the big box, like Costco box. Okay. Or you get the one that's for retail, and it's the packs of three. I wish that worked for those crumb donuts, those little tiny donuts. If you bought the big box, they'd be individually wrapped. Oh. But you buy the one sleeve of them, and it's like you, 20 of them. You got to eat them. You got to eat them all. You have no They're, choice. Well, you're not going to save them. I should have brought those for you. Oh, those are, those are my weakness. Wow. I love those. So... Everyone, Amber Heard was the girl. 
Amber Heard. There you go. 406. Amber Heard. Um, party Depp people. wanted the double tapper. That is. That's <laughs> yes, that's horrible. That is. <laughs> Elon Musk. Elon Musk is now double tapping that. No, uh, he's off to. He's, he's off. off. Yeah. He's off to some. He's off to some Mars alien that he's going to impregnate. Yeah. He is Elon Musk is is our um, he is our Star Trek he is he's our William Shatner if you will of just the wanting to wanting to fly through the universe. Oh my God! The bang Shatner. aliens. Mid two thousands Shatner was at his best. I mean, was. you had Boston Legal. You had oh, oh man. Then then he went to Priceline commercials. Yeah. Now I believe he's that was back. The longest running character on TV for. It, really? it, it's, at, at that point, had been the longest running character on television was the Priceline negotiator. Really? Is he back in something else? Well, now he's got his his travel show with his all his old friends that Jeff oh. Dye is the kind of host of. Oh, I didn't even know this. It's great. It's very funny. I, I love William Shatner. He's good. I can't remember the name of it. Someone Google it. You'll find it. Denny Crane. Uh, but hey, folks, that's the end of the movie. Uh, John, I know you're busy. Uh, I know we have a we have a lunch date with a Whole Foods. Mm. I have a is date. it Whole Foods? Because I have I a couple know. other. You have a couple other possibilities. Us. We can listen. There's there's a lot of options we can do here. Um, but that's that's talking during movies. I know you've listened to a couple. Now you've got to kind of be a part of one. How would you feel about it? I felt Talk great. It was fun. I had a great time. I feel like they might not have liked it. Viewers might not like this one as much as say some others. But I had a great time. I so. had a great time as well. Screw so you. if they, if the they didn't like them, you listen them. to every damn word I have to say. You listen because it's polite. Because you're you're a gentleman or wow. you're a lady. Thank All you. right. So listen, folks. That's what we got. Um, shout out to uh, once again our sponsors, and that's Experience Firm, our friends at Dirty Bills, Leslie. Thank you so much, and Succulent Studios. Hey, I've got an idea. Don't be a prick. And we're out. I did it.